0: I had a race that I ran one time. I don't remember what the distance was, but got done, and, you know, you upload the stuff, and it goes, oh, that was unproductive. I'm like, are you kidding me?
1: Diz Runs Radio, episode 1182. Starts in three, two. Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. Real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is brought to you by Ye Old Consult Call, the one-off calls that I have available uh, anytime you need them. You know, whether, whether it's just a complete one-off, uh, in terms of maybe, you know, getting some clarity on what kind of goals, what, what do you want to work towards? You know, I'm not sure. Should I do X or should I do Y? Not that I'm here to just, you know, give you the, the, the hard firm answer, but maybe, you know, we can talk through some things. I can ask some questions from a little bit more of an objective point of view that can help you decide, you know, yeah, I think, I think, I think Y sounds a little bit more appealing to me right now than X or vice versa. Uh, But sometimes just getting that, that different perspective can be helpful, Maybe you know you've got a goal race coming up and you just kind of want a little pep talk. Hey, let's, let's, let's kind of talk about my strategy. Here's what I'm thinking, here's how training is gone. Um, what am I missing? Am, am I good to go? You just need a little, little reminder that like, yeah, you've done the work. like go out there and, and get after it, Have some fun. Maybe you want to use them a little bit more strategically through your training cycle. We've, we've done those before with folks where you know every four or five, six weeks, something like that, there's a new call in the schedule, here's how things are going. Here's what I'm thinking. What do you, what do you suggest? Am I missing anything? You know, what, what should I do about X, Y, or Z? Um, but the point being the consult calls are there. And, uh, if, if I can help you out with something, you know, obviously you can always ask questions, but sometimes it just doesn't make sense to try to answer with 17 emails. And quite frankly, if it's a question that I'm going to, it's going to take me 17 emails to, to kind of go back and forth with, I'm just going to be like, yeah, this probably isn't going to work out so well. Um, that's what the consult calls are there for. So if, if you have a question, if you have something that you want to discuss, go a little bit back and forth. Maybe you got a handful of questions. It's easier to just ask them all, you know, rapid fire through a, a 20, 30, 40-minute call. Um, again, that's what the consult calls are there for. Sign up. disruns.com/ slash consultation is the link. Uh, you get on my my calendar, book a time. I give you a call. We get things sorted and hopefully have you pointed in the right direction, like I said, 20, 30 minutes later. So com slash consultation, if that could be useful for you, hit me up. And now, without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey, y'all. My guest today is someone that I bumped into into, in uh, one of the Facebook groups, the running Facebook groups I'm a part of. Um, And it's been been a minute, but we've been trying to line this up. You know, sometimes it takes a, a little second for the schedules to align. But uh, glad we finally have and I'm I'm looking forward to kind of getting to know him a little bit more and learn a little bit more about his journey and and obviously some of the overlap in this this run 1000 miles per year Facebook group that we're part of a little plug for the Facebook group as well. So uh, let's cut to the cut the preamble a little bit short today and and just get right down to it and welcome uh, Mr. Jeff Sharon to the show. So thanks for joining us today. Jeff really appreciate it.
0: Thank you much for having me. Danny.
1: Yeah, looking forward to it. And Y'all if you enjoyed today's conversation. Um, you can you can find Jeff on the on the Twitters or the X's or whatever whatever it's called these days, and obviously he's on Facebook too because we're in the Facebook group, so you can always find him there. Uh, but on Twitter, the handle is at J S H U R O N, just his first initial last name. Pretty pretty simple. We like it simple around here. On Twitter, at J sharon Uh, disruns.com slash eleven eighty two. We'll get you back to the show notes for today. Uh, anything that we talk about that makes sense to link to, the Facebook group that we're a part of, his Twitter handle, anything else, who knows what else we'll get to. Uh, Dizruns.com slash 1182 for the show notes for today. So, Jeff, the way we always uh, start off every conversation around here is is with a pretty simple question. Uh, sometimes it's an easy one to answer because just for each individual, like it's, it's, it's a slam dunk. Sometimes it's a, it's a little bit more complicated because there's a lot of good options out there. Sometimes I have a pretty good idea where somebody's going to go with it. Sometimes like this time I have no idea. So it's one way or the other, however it all shakes out. um, It it has a tendency to launch the conversation and and then we can kind of just take it from there. And that's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why?
0: Oh, you know, I've, I've probably thought about this for a good three or four days. (laughs) This is going to be the first question out of the shoot. Um, And it's a multi-answer or multi-answer to this question. Um, one would be the uh, Disney Dopey Challenge that I ran back in uh, January of 2020, and then there have been a couple years where I ran the 4x4x48 Challenge.
1: Okay, okay. So w- what I, I, I that that as typical opens a bunch of cans of worms that uh, I you know making some mental notes here. We're gonna get back to those for sure. Um, but but why for either or both of the, both of those would those kind of rank up there as your favorites?
0: they both had, I mean, you know, for, I'm going to say typical race, you know, you train, you get up, you know, you're up that morning, you run the race and you're done. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, however long it takes, you know, dopey, you're running, um, you know, Thursday, you run a 5k, Friday, you run a 10k, Saturday, you run a half and Sunday, you run a full. Um, and with the four by 48, you're running four miles every four hours for two days. Mm-hmm. So the um, the logistics of, you know, how much do I need to sleep? When do I need to sleep? How much do I need to eat? You know, when do I need to eat? Uh, all those fun, and like, you know, for the 48-hour one is like, am I going to be running solo in the middle of the night? Or am I going to get, you know, one of my running friends crazy enough to run with me for four <laughs> miles? Uh, so...
1: Yeah, that, that's kind of a big ask to be like, yo, uh, do you mind getting up at two o'clock in the morning to run with me for, you know, 45, 50 minutes, something like that? It's like, like, you know, I, I feel like that's an easier ask if you're like, can you run 30 miles with me at two o'clock in the morning to pace me for a hundred miler versus like four, four miles. You want me to get up for four miles? Like that's, that's, you gotta have a good running friend to do that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, the funny part about that was, um, previous before I ran the first four by four by 48, we did, uh what the Yeti 24 hour challenge. Mm-hmm. So the 5.2 miles every four hours. Um, and we no sooner finished that than um, one, of the, one of my friends sends, sends a link and says, hey, what about this and for the 48-hour challenge? And I'm like, sure. You know, why not? What the heck? It'd be fun to try once, thinking that I'd get a couple people who were going to be in on it with me. And after I signed up, and then I'm like, okay, who else signed up? And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. We weren't doing that to sign up. We want to see if we get you to do it. <laughs> we'll run every once in a while with you. That's perfectly fine, but we're not going to do the whole thing. Oh,
1: so, have mercy. <laughs> with friends like that, who needs enemies? So
0: I had plenty of people who were more than willing to run, you know, a leg mm-hmm. um, or a couple legs with me, but there was no, no, no one other person who, you know, went all in. Oof. I was kind of like Mikey on the Life commercials. Yeah.
1: You know, hey, g- hey,
0: just ask Jeff; he'll do
1: it. He'll do it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, we're we're going to come back to to both of those. I I, as as is occasionally the case here, it's always fun to find out that we shared shared the course together because I ran the Goofy Challenge in 2020. So we were okay. Know, somewhere we overlapped a little bit. It it, it for somewhere of those 39 point, uh, 39.3 that I ran, 48.6 for you, of course. But um, rewinding the clock a little bit further than that. Where'd you get started in this sport, Jeff? Has running been something that's been part of your life for a long period of time? Somewhat, I mean, obviously, we can do the math on Dopey in 2020 means it's been at least the last three or four years, but where'd you get started in the sport?
0: Um, I ran track cross country in high school, Mm -hmm. and then once I was done, um, or once I was finished with that, I was kind of, I was done Mm -hmm. with running, Um, and then didn't pick it back up until 2017. I think that's right. 2017, I think in the summer. Um, it's one of those that started as a something for work, like a step challenge. Mm. And I'd gotten to a point where I was like, Oh, my sneakers are shot. I need new pair. Um, so I was shocked to find that there was a running store that I thought only was in the upper Northeast that was actually all over the country. And I was like, Oh, I'll go over there. And so went to one over and, you know, got myself a new pair of shoes. And, uh, you know, on the way out the door, there's this, oh, hey, we've got this um, training program for half marathon, full marathon. And I was like, oh, man, you know, because I was one of those people you'd see, you know, I'm driving around. And you see these people running middle of the day, early in the morning going, man, why are they doing that? <laughs> you know, what what is, what is your th- What is your deal with doing that? I didn't get it. Um, so, you know, instead of being somewhat sensible in doing, like, you know, I don't know, couch to 5K or a 10K program or anything like that, I said, ah, if you're going in, if you're going, go all in. So I actually signed up and did the uh, half marathon training program, and then, you know, the, that fall ran my first half marathon. So there was a very long period in between high school and picking it back up.
1: Well, you say you did the, the, the sensible, or you, you didn't do the sensible thing. I thought I was waiting for you to say you just signed up for the marathon because that's that would be... Well, a- that would be unsensible. It's like to me, it's like, oh, you know, half marathon, especially with somebody that has a little bit of a running background. But, um, like you said, if it's if it's been a, a chunk of time, yeah, maybe maybe more sensible would have been to start out small. But, um, clearly, I think we've established that sense and sensibility between dopey and four by four by forty eight, and you know, may, maybe you know, yeah. sensibility is a sliding scale.
0: It, it, it very it is, and I do I have thrown in a um a fifty k ultra in there as well. There you go. So.
1: Dipping dip your toes in the real crazy waters. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned in there, you know, that, that when you got finished with running track and cross country that you were, that you were done with the sport. Um, and, and I guess I'm just curious, and I don't know if this would go really very far, and if it doesn't, that's fine. Um, but but what, was it, what was it about running in, in high school that made it be something that's, that apparently, or at least as, as I understand it, sounded pretty unpalatable for you once you were finished with the, the track and cross country days of, of your youth?
0: Oh, I didn't, I didn't mind running track. I loved it. I was just, I was just one of those people that if it was over eight, if it was over 800 meters, I long. didn't want to have anything to do with it. Gotcha. You know, I was like 800, why would you run a mile? You know, even why would you run a mile? Um, you know, cross country was more of a, eh, kind of did it mm-hmm. um, just cause there really wasn't anything else in the fall to do. Right. Um, so, but so- I mean, Oh, ahead, I sorry. didn't hate, I didn't like, you know, it wasn't like, a, Oh, I'm totally done with this. This is ridiculous. It was just more of a, there was no opportunity, you know, there were no opportunities that presented themselves to run right. in college.
1: Right. And, so and I guess if just, you're something of a track guy, like you said, at, you know, 800 meters, um, I, I feel like I, I feel like at least now, I don't, I don't know, maybe it's, it's a little bit different now, or at least maybe I just know more, like you could still find track meets that you could run as, you know, as, as adults and, and whatever, but it, it's not as, as, omnipresent if you will as 5k's 10k's things like that and so i, I could see just being like yeah you know my, my days are done with with this and that's that's fine
0: yeah i mean you there are the and i think almost every state has like once a year they have like whatever games mm-hmm. you know whatever the sponsor is and you know it's like all ages and you go to that sort of stuff and go out and you know oh, i want to run 800s or quarters or hundreds again right. you know no big deal but yeah it's just not as there's you'd be there'd be a lot of um lonely time on a track training.
1: Yeah. For for that sort of stuff. For sure. So, so you come back to it, you know, you, you, like you said, step challenge or something along those lines, it gets you kind of to the running store dot, 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 you know, half marathon. How was, how was the first half marathon? Because no matter how you slice it, whether we're talking track or cross country, 13.1 miles, a fair bit farther than at least, I guess I'm going to make the assumption fair bit farther than you'd run, you know, previous to that. Um, how was the first, you know, race as a, as an adult, if you will?
0: Um, I had some equipment malfunctions. I had been using, um, what was it, whatever I'd been using for hydration, it was Mm. powder form. And the night before I was like, I don't want this getting warm while I'm out there. What keep it cold as long as I possibly can. So I filled up the bladder, you know, mixed it, shook it up for like five minutes, threw it in the refrigerator. Didn't think about it again until I was about halfway through the race had finished off what I had in my handheld and then started to draw from the bladder. And it's like, um, it's like trying to drink a McDonald's milkshake. Mm. You feel you know, you feel like why is nothing coming out? <laughs> so I kinda had to bail on that and just, you know, rely on water stops the rest of the race. Um and then come to find out later that all the powder hadn't been completely mixed and dissolved as I had hoped mm. and it formed a very nice clog at the bottom. Right. So um I mean
1: That's one of those things you'd wind... rather not learn, you know yeah. six miles deep into <laughs> exactly. into your first race.
0: Exactly. um you know it wasn't bad um i finished in just under two hours so um it was great from that perspective yeah Yeah, i mean it was was a great race that was really the only the hydration thing was the only snafu that day the weather was great it was in you know it was cold my kind of my kind of running weather um but yeah so
1: so Let's let's dive into some of these uh, more. I don't want to say more challenging because that's not. But the more, I guess, maybe just more challenge rate instead of in, you know one off races like more challenging events, I guess, or whatever I'm trying to say. Like, d- don't be challenged, all right? So we'll, we'll we'll jump to that one. Um, are you are you a Disney guy, Jeff?
0: I've been a few times. It was one of those had a bunch of friends who were you know I mm. as I got into you know knowing the people that I was running with more. There were a handful of them who had done numerous um, Disney challenges mm-hmm. for like, you know, consecutive years, like, Oh, you'd love it. It's great. And so there were probably uh, like eight of us that went
1: okay. that year. That's pretty um, good. Like that, that's, you know, I I feel like, like I used to live a stone's throw from Disney, uh, about 40, 40 minute drive or so away. If the roads were, were clear, which only happened on race morning, that roads were clear in central Florida. Um, but you could get there from the house in 40, 45 minutes. Um, so I would I would run them, you know, not, maybe not every year, but I I ran I've run more than more than a few. Um, but always just by myself because it was just like kind of local, like no big deal uh to go to go do it. But I would imagine that that bringing a, a you know, seven, eight buddies with you um that that adds a whole new layer because then yeah, like this is this is fun. Let's go have a good time and and just enjoy ourselves and, you know, I mean, and we'll run a few miles along the way.
0: Yeah, um the only race I actually had um some people with was the marathon mm. we the bunch of us between the bunch of us we were all different pace groups gotcha so we were spread out you know amongst the various corrals um for the half marathon and the full marathon um there're only actually myself and one other person who did the full dopey. um everybody else either did the half you know the goofy or there were a couple of people who just came to run the marathon gotcha
1: yeah so, but, but still i mean just just the idea oh, yeah. of having you know a bunch of people together for this weekend in florida um you know, doing, doing, maybe doing some of the Disney stuff, maybe not a whole bunch of it, however it shakes out. But like, you know, it's a whole thing instead of just like, I'm just going to run this race by myself.
0: Oh, exactly. And, and that makes it that much better because then, you know, you finish and then you, you're kind of like hanging around by the finish line and waiting for, you know, waiting for your friends to finish.
1: Right. Had you, before that, had, had you done any type of multi-event challenge, whether it's same day, different day, um, or was this kind of uncharted territory for you?
0: The only thing I'd done um, before that was um, there's a relay race um, here in North Carolina that goes from just outside of Raleigh to the beach, to the okay. coast. Mm-hmm. And that starts on a Friday, and you usually finish somewhere afternoon time on Saturday, depending. Gotcha. Um, so Like it, a Ragnar you know, type e- event? yeah they call it the tuna relay gotcha. um it's like you, you you know a team of twelve people, six people in one van, six people in the other you know
1: right you
0: your van does their thing, you know you hand off to the other van, they do their thing, and then they hand off back to you and you know that's another one of those you're out there running in um although this one it's like the streets aren't closed
1: mm right,
0: so you're running on you know shoulders, the shoulder shoulder yeah you know shoulders where they were available mm-hmm. um you know, and then uh, there was the nighttime, which was fun. You were basically by the time it was nightfall, you were out in the middle, of, or at least the legs I ran, you were just out in the country. Mm. You know, so it's you in the cornfields, and you look up, and there's not a cloud in the sky, and you can see all the stars, and it was really cool. Yeah. Um, but very tiring. Yeah. Because I really, you know, because you're just like the first day you're hopped up on adrenaline. You know, everybody's running. They're oh, we're running faster than we thought we would. This is great. You know, and then you have that downtime overnight for, I don't know, three or four hours, and you're trying to sleep and you can't. Right. And then you get back up, you know, and then you start up again Saturday morning, and it's like, oh, who wants to split this five-mile leg with me? (laughs)
1: Which you know, I, I've done I've done one one Ragnar, but I, I did a trail uh, a Ragnar a few years ago, which which was awesome because we had like our, our campsite, so it was you know you didn't you at least could spread out a little bit or you could relax a little bit more than maybe I at least in my head I feel like I couldn't a van, but I feel like that would been that's the event for the the young the young people like when I was in college that that would have been no factor, but uh, being almost 20 years removed from college that that sleep piece of the puzzle that gets that gets missing there. Um, yeah, becomes a much more of a factor than it was twenty years ago. Yeah,
0: now when you were running the Goofy Challenge, you were you just drove there the morning of the race, right?
1: Uh, we we actually stayed over the night. Uh, okay, because because we did. I, I was part of uh, the team in training for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, so that was part of the fundraising. It was we got a, a pretty good discount on rooms. Uh, okay, so my wife and I made a weekend out of it, and and left the dog and, and our daughter at my parents' house. So it was it was a little bit different than my standard Disney event, but we stayed over there for the weekend.
0: Yeah, so the challenge of getting up at, you know, trying to go to bed at mm-hmm. 8, 9 o'clock at night, knowing you've got to get up at 2, you know, to be on a bus by two thirty two forty five, 2.45, get bussed over to the start line and find your corral and all that fun stuff. It's like, I can't go to, you know, you're, you're laying there in bed at like 9 o'clock, staring at the ceiling going... I know I need to go to bed. I really need more than like three hours of sleep for, for this marathon or half marathon or whatever. I, I can't do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I I've, I've talked to several folks that have done one or more challenge weekends and certainly some, some dopies and various other Disney challenge weekends. And it almost feels like for, for a lot of folks, that's the challenge is like, you know, the miles are the miles. And, and especially if you've been running consistently long enough, like, you know, you're not you're not racing 48.6 like you're just kind of getting out there cruising having a good time but it's that that early morning wake up that early to bed early to morning especially if you're there on vacation you know so you're trying to do some some park stuff and kids and families and man that's that uh again you know when i was when i was 20 21 22 yeah we we would have rolled with that no factor but uh now that i'm on the other side of 40 yeah not so much
0: yeah it's um yeah i think it was the day after the day of the 10 we K and spent like six hours or so walking around and I forget what park it was mm. and got back to the hotel that night. I'm sitting there going, thinking, ah, there's a half marathon tomorrow. And I just spent six <laughs> hours on my feet. Oh, and there's a marathon on Sunday. And why did I go to the park? Yep. I shouldn't have gone to the park.
1: So, well, then that, that leads up to the, 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 uh, I don't know the most obvious follow-up question from that statement. How did, how did the half marathon and marathon go after maybe, maybe a little too much park time the day before
0: they were fine. I mean, you know, you were there, so, you know, um, it was warm that Saturday going Saturday night into Sunday morning, um, on the news, they were talking about heat advisories. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was the, okay, you know, just take it back a step. You know, you, you're you not going to go rolling or setting any PRs today, you know, in the half marathon or the full marathon or anything like that. Just relax, enjoy. Because um, I know one of the things uh, my friends were busting me for was they're like, why aren't you stopping to take photos? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not here to take photos. <laughs> I'm not here for photos. I'm here to just run and have fun. They're like, well, that is part of the fun. So I, I actually did um, kind of give in um, the, uh, during the marathon and stopped. I don't remember which ones, which ones they were, but took a couple, you know, character photos.
1: Yeah. Man, that was hot. Yeah. It was, it was toasty. And, and, uh, I, I, I don't know that I say this. There's no, I don't, I don't know how I say this. I'm just going to, you know, this is just the truth. The first like five or six Disney races I ran, it was all about like, like these are races and I'm running to race and like, let's go. Mm -hmm. Um, and then somewhere along the lines, I was just like, well, maybe I'll stop for a, a photo or two. And then it just was like, yeah, I mean, I think kind of for me personally, and obviously to each to each their own. And everybody's experience is their experience. But like, if if and when I do another Disney race, it's like, yeah, you know, like we're just gonna cruise. Like like basically the, that 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 goofy weekend. It was like my my plan was almost treating it like an ultra in terms of running from aid station to aid station. I'm running from character stop to character stop. Like that was that mm-hmm. was the only that was the only thing on the agenda. For it's a good day if I get a photo with every character along the way, and as long as I That's do that, right. the, the clock doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, exactly. So you come out of out of Dopey, um, and and you know other than the the event that you did had did had did had done whatever English <laughs> uh, you yeah, did the event in North Carolina where it was kind of in the van and, and you know over the, the course of a day or so multiple legs there, um coming out of Dopey was it was it harder than you expected easier than you expected about the same how'd you feel kind of what was your your post post mortem if you will on on the Dopey Challenge 2020.
0: It probably wasn't as bad as you would think. And I think the only saving grace was, uh, the fifth, the one and only 50 K that I ran, I ran the month before. Okay. So I had gone into that fall, you know, knowing that I had the 50 K that I was training for and then, Oh yeah, you've got to run it. You know, you've got to continue running another month after that just so you don't, just so you don't die, you know, or just totally lose it mm-hmm. during the, uh, the challenge weekend.
1: Was scheduling the 50 K 50K- strategic in, in terms of like a good solid base for that will kind of lead into dopey smoothly. It just happened to work out that just way. Worked out.
0: Okay. I think more, although it was probably more of the, Oh, why not do the 50 K now? Because you're going to be, you know, you're going to have to keep training in to, through Jan, you know, through the end of December, you know, first week of January before dopey. Mm-hmm. So that was you know probably like, Oh,
1: this would probably be a good time to do that. Yeah, no, it worked. It worked out for sure. Um, so then where, where along the lines did the, did the 4x4x48 come into play? Because, you know, not, not to, uh, you know, trigger warning or, or whatever, but you know, <laughs> Dopey 2020, uh, Goofy, you know, anything that, that January 2020 was still the before times. And then not, you know, a couple months later was when everything shut down. And I feel like at least that's when I started to become more familiar of hearing some of these, these you know, the, whether it's the 4x4x48 or whether it's some of the other ones. I think there was a 4x4x24, like there are different, different variations on the theme. I feel like all those, again, just to, at least when I became aware of them, or once we got into pandemics and there was no uh, no races going on at the time, was that was that timeline line up, or am I am I missing something there?
0: The four, four, four by four by forty eight was actually before that. Okay. Wow.
1: Um, yeah.
0: The craziness of it all. Yeah.
1: So okay. So now now I'm now I'm re- retracing the, the timeline that obviously that I had in my head that was mistaken. So when okay. was the four by four by forty eight?
0: Oh, I don't remember actual okay. times. It was spr- I think it was sp- spring? No. All I remember it was warm, but yeah. you know, down in the south that's the way it is, way it except is. for January and February. Um, and maybe December some years. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was it all kind of went a lot of like, oh, we were running um the Eddie 24-hour challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we did that three years in a row. And then two of those three years, I did the 4x4x48.
1: Gotcha. Um, in, your, in your opinion, which one is harder? Like something like Dopey where it's day after day, but you're getting, you're getting some sleep, but you're also kind of maybe not getting the, as much sleep as you want? Or something like the 4x4x48 where it's, the sleep isn't always there, but you're kind of just in a, in a routine, and so you just kind of go and maybe can go into autopilot a little bit more?
0: No, I think the 48 hour challenge was probably the most, was the hardest one of the bunch.
1: Okay. Wh- um, why Why for you?
0: Well, the, of course, the rules were, you, you know, you start whenever you start and I was starting the couple years I did. I started at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. on like a Friday morning. So I had the weekend. Um, but, you, you know, you ran four miles, but you couldn't run. You, you couldn't do the, you know, oh, if I was planning on starting at six, I could run it you know, nine and do four miles. Right. And then my next four hour block at 10, I could write, you know, back to back four right. miles. You know, that was like against, you know, you could you, yes, but that was not, you know, that was against the rules. Um, so it was the, you know, run, um, okay. How long do I have to take a cat nap? Mm-hmm. How long do I have to, yeah, when do I have to eat again? Um, and I didn't really learn that the first, the first go around, um, Because I had, you know, all my friends were like, oh, yeah, I'll run with you. And so instead of being, instead of kind of thinking about it logistically, it was like, oh, yeah, where do you want to meet? Mm. So I was like running all over town. Oh, Lord. So now, you know, so then now it's, you know, it's you run your four miles and I got to get back home, probably take a quick shower, take a quick nap or, you know, shower, Mm. eat, kind of hang out, do whatever. Um, But the first year, I wasn't taking naps until. 10 after like the 10 10 p.m mm-hmm. lag or whatever that was the first night so you know so you just, get oh, it's a typical day April,
1: a little earlier than oh
0: big day. time yeah. oh i by the last yeah the last the last four miles um i actually had two of my friends join me for that one and i think we were we were on the we had turned around and we're on our way back and the three of we're talking and this and that and i'm thinking wow man we're we're moving i can't believe i've got this much energy for two in the morning so all of a sudden i look up they're like 200 yards ahead of me they had just kept going and they because they were still talking and then they all of a sudden realize that oh wait where'd he go <laughs> and turn and i and, you know and I turn around it's like you okay and i'm like oh yeah i'm fine and i i know i was half out of it mm. but that's when you look down and you're watching like oh i thought i was doing like you know i don't remember what i thought i was doing but it was like way less than that that's mm-hmm. like oh i'm exhausted yeah
1: how do you or how how did you how have you um paste those events in terms of your running legs because i i feel like i feel like there's 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 maybe two very opposing lines of thought you know one would be maybe not obviously not to kill kill every every section run as hard as you can but like run them pretty pretty solidly um so that you can maximize the time between them. And then the the opposing camp would obviously be run them very conservatively. Sure. You might lose a little bit, you know, you might only have three hours in between instead of three and a half hours or, you know, whatever it would do, maybe two, whatever, however (laughs) you shake out for each person. Um, but you, you know, you wouldn't be too stressful with the miles each time. So that hopefully by the time you get to, you know, hour 24, hour 36, hour 48, um, you, you can still have as much gas left in the tank as possible. Um, how did you how did you kind of strateg- strategically attack those challenges
0: oh the first the first go round it was like okay that's i was not thinking about taking it easy mm-hmm. it was just like you know if i've got nothing left at the end i've got nothing left at the end so every single one of those runs for the first day and a half was like cons- the pace was pretty consistent okay it was just like banging it out banging it out banging it out and then you know like i said i hit you know I learned so second time around it was like okay we're just going to we're just going to back off just a little bit so yeah so you know come the last the last 4 miles at whatever in the morning on Sunday morning it was like okay I'm not going to be completely like loopy mm-hmm. and half out of it going are we done
1: <laughs> I, I feel like that's one of those um scenarios lessons learned if you will where like Sometimes experience is just the best teacher, you know, and you, you could, you could, it sounds like it's very much the equivalent of like, you know, pacing yourself for any just standalone race where it's like, all right, yeah, you know, it's, it's the half marathon and like, I, I want to run, you know, whatever, whatever pace, whatever splits. And then you, you go out just a little bit too hot. Oh, no factor. I'm feeling good early. And then, uh, um, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that last three or four miles, like you give up all the time and then some, because you're so out of gas. So the next time you back off a little bit early and hopefully able to finish a little bit stronger, um, but I, I feel like you can talk to people about that. People that have never run a half marathon before and they're excited. Um, sometimes they just have to learn that lesson the hard way. It kind of sounds like that was what happened for you.
0: Oh, definitely. And I still have that problem with races till to, to this day.
1: I think we you're all do so that so to hepp- a you're certain you so
0: up, you know, and you accidentally get behind. Maybe a, 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 you know, you're you're. I'm going to hang with the pacer, right? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, that pacer goes. I don't remember which race. There was a race. I forget what the pace group was but we got through the first mile and I looked down at my watch and I think we were like 30 seconds ahead of that pace for the first mile. And I'm like, Oh,
1: we're in trouble. Yeah. And and And, it's easy to look at that and be like, Oh, it's only 30 seconds per mile. That's not, that's not that much, but yeah, depending on, I mean, it really mm -hmm. doesn't matter what the distance is. If you're, if you're looking for a pace, that's kind of right there at that limit, um, 30 seconds is, Mm -hmm. you're going to pay for that more than likely.
0: Yep. And and I also learned you don't want to run hills at night. (laughs) I um, I would argue you don't want to
1: run hills ever, but what do I know?
0: No, unfortunately, (laughs) you know, hills, hills are a part of life, um, you know, depending on where you live. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I, there were like two overnight. I think it was like a 10 and a 2 a.m. runs or 10 a.m. and a 2 a.m. run back to back where there were some hills involved. And I got up like I was going back out for the 6 a.m. run the next the second more second day. And I'm like, oh, that was just a really bad idea. Mm I told my friend, cause who I met, I'm like, I'm sorry. I said, if I ever do this again. I'm not coming to meet you <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, we've we to somewhere flat for those middle of the night, night runs. Exactly. For sure. Yep. For sure. So, um, I guess, I guess maybe let's, let's turn to the, the, um, the, the one K Facebook group. That's kind of where we got, got connected. Um, you know there's Facebook groups out there for everything as everybody who's on Facebook knows and and somewhere along the lines I don't even remember when I joined that group it's been it's been it's been a minute um, but you know it's just it's just a, a general running group for people that you know, with a goal of running a thousand miles per year um, have you been in the group for I feel like it's been at least a few years but how long have you been in the group Jeff roughly I mean I need to know I think it's like
0: four <clears throat> I think it's like four years now okay. okay this is this is either year four or five and it was one of those I accidentally stumbled across at one of those like groups you might like mm-hmm Kind of now, the algorithm knows um, you,
1: Jeff, it's just like it knows me. You know, like, here you go, here's a group. You, you yeah. talk about running, here's a, here's a running group for you. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah,
0: so it's like, Yeah, what the heck? And you know, I think, like I said, I think this is either year number four or year number five. I'll hit a thousand. And a couple of years ago, I was like, Oh, let you know, because you see those people that are like 2,000 miles, 3,000, you know, towards the end of the year, the mile, the, the, some of the people, the mileage that they're racking up is just mind boggling. Um, so a few years ago, I was like, you know, I think it'd be fun to hit 2000 miles and poof, that was hard.
1: Mm.
0: There was a lot of, you know, cause you're know, like, Oh, Oh, you know, I'll go out and run in the morning. And then it's like, yeah, but I probably should put them like three or four miles at night on the same day too. Mm. It's like, Oh, that's a lot. That's why I was like, I do not know how those people get to like those high, that high mile. It's like 3000, 4000 miles in a year. It's just, yeah. It is, it's just impressive beyond belief.
1: Yeah. That, those types, I, I don't know. I mean, it's all, it's all relative, right? Because like, um, the last few years and I'm, I'm pacing this year, you know, good Lord willing and good health and all those types of things to, yep. um, have, have run the year. Um, so, you know, I'll be at 20 and this year, I'm trying not to go really too far over. So I'm trying to like really land the plane on like 2023 and a quarter or something like that Yeah, and be, be no. done with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like there was a time when I couldn't imagine running a thousand miles and now I'm like, Oh, you're running the year. Like, you know, it's, it's a lot, but it's, you know, I've kind of, I'm at a point fitness wise where it's like, all right, you know, it's whatever, it's five and a half miles a day. And I usually there's a rest day in there, but there's a long run in there. So like, kind of, you know, it shakes out to, to somewhat manageable, but like, I can't wrap my head around 3000, 4000. I've seen some of those folks do. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, I, I know how to do, I know, I know, I know the math and like, I couldn't find the time for it. I'm sure I could if I really wanted to, but I just don't really want to run that much. I don't think in a year.
0: No, I mean, you know, you talk to people who average, you know, 3,500 miles is, you know, roughly almost 10 miles a day. Mm-hmm. It's like, so what do you, you know, what are you doing? Are you truly running 10 miles a day? Are you taking a day off? Right. right. You know, or you know, I got to, I got to get 20 miles in today because I missed yesterday. You know, oh well, heaven forbid you're sick. <laughs> right. You know, right. or you get injured, or you know, life, yeah. <laughs> work. No,
1: it's crazy. So, so that year that you ran 2000, was that, was that a, a goal, um, from the get go? Like, were you kind of, uh, pacing and strategic from January one or, or did that kind of come into view, um, a little bit later in the year, which then you had some catching up to do?
0: No, that was a, I went into the year okay. with the goal of hitting 2000. Um, and I know I hit a thousand, I was, I was averaging 200 miles a month cause I hit a thousand at the end of May wow. that year. And then it was like, oh, because then I, cause what I was thinking was if you get half of it, you know, if you can keep that pace up and, you know, like you said, <clears throat> Lord willing, and, no, you know, you don't get hurt or anything like that or something else in life doesn't kind of get in the way. So if you can get half of it done in the first five months, then, okay, I've got some room mm-hmm. the rest of the year with a couple extra months in there um, just in case something does come up. No. And then I got grief for like, why was, I think it was 2021. Like, why aren't you running 2021 miles? I'm like,
1: (laughs) 2000. Yeah, thanks.
0: (laughs) Exactly. It's like, yeah, I know. If you look at it in the grand scheme of things, 21 miles is, you know, it's like, it's two miles a month more. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm good. Yeah. Like I said, 2000, I'm good.
1: Right. Right. (laughs) You know, to, to be honest, I, I, I could see myself giving you that little bit of a, like, you know, like not really seriously meaning it, but like, come on, dude, like you could do just 21 more miles. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Oh no, exactly. But yeah. but I'm also that same guy that has no problem <laughs> stopping my watch at 5.97 miles, like no factor at all. Like, it'd be, yeah. All right. It's six miles to me. Like that's six miles. And so then be like, why didn't you go the extra three hundredths of a mile? Cause it doesn't matter. Like it's all you know, like, because tomorrow when I run 6.04, I'm not calling it 6.0. <laughs> I'm just calling it six and it all comes out. Exactly. The when it's
0: all said and done. Yeah, it, it does. Yep. Gotcha. Unless of course you get you know you know you you know you know your watch says one thing and then the kids uploaded to Strava and Strava is you know
1: wait why is that a tenth of a, a tenth of a mile?
0: Whoa! Exactly. Wait a minute here, what's
1: going on? Well, yeah, that's, that's the me other thing. Of a is, mile. And we all do it. Like again, I I'm I'm just as guilty as anybody being like, all right, well you know it's 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 close enough to the number, but like there's there's a margin of error every day, you know, and sometimes yep. it's a little bit more, sometimes it's a little bit less. Sometimes you're running, you know, I, I run the 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 in back when we lived in Florida, um, uh, run with my friend Kate for most of our long runs. And like, you know, we would, we would stop and start our watches within, within two seconds of each other. Mm-hmm. And like some, some weeks I'd have two tenths of a mile more than her. And we were side by side the whole time. Never, never stopped the watch, never nothing. And it's like, how does that like same brand of watch, same, like same everything. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's when you just go, yeah, you know, it's close, but like, you know, whoever's got more that day, that's the number we're counting. I think is how that works. E- exactly. Out. So what's uh what's running been like for you the last couple of years, Jeff? Has been been, um, you know, more more challenges, more more things like that? Dial back a little bit. What's what's the last couple of years been like for you?
0: No, it's been pretty much, I don't know, if you want to go mileage-wise, probably somewhere in the 15, 1,500 to 1,750 miles a year.
1: Yeah, that's still pretty solid effort. That's 100-plus <clears 100 throat> miles a month. Nothing.
0: Yeah, not, I mean, nothing crazy, nothing mm-hmm. over the top. Um, I think the only over-the-top thing was during the pandemic – um, did a virtual challenge where um, it was like who, over the course of two months or three months, something like that, it's like he, there were different things you could do like, okay, how many activities could you do in a day or how many miles could you run in a week or just a bunch of different things. Um, but you can only submit like two entries. Oh. So like, you know, oh, I did yoga and I did this and I did that. And like I did 10 things in one day, 10 different things, right? So there's one, and then you w- you know, and then you kind of figure out that, like I can't do that back to back because somebody's gonna be somebody's gonna just be like, oh, I'm gonna wait till like the last week or two and then uh-huh. put in like 15, you know, and then you're like oh, I've got no chance to make that up. Um, so so we, uh, I was like eh, I wasn't for all that. I was like let's just go for miles. It'll be fun for one week. Mm-hmm. So I think one week, pretty pretty early on, I put in like 75, 80 miles and just kind of waited around to see what would happen. And it crept up a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more other people were putting stuff up. And I think with like three weeks left, I was like or a couple of weeks left. I was like, okay, here we go. Um, and I was like, let's see what we can do that just go. Cause the idea was this hidden number That's so, that's so much further ahead than what mm. the, the current total was or the current highest mark was that everybody's just going to look at that and go, no way, man, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not going to try to run Mm that. So I think it was like 115 miles or something I ran (sighs) that week. Oh, yeah. It was. (laughs) That's a lot of freaking miles. (laughs) It was a lot. Which, which which you know, I was like, wow, this is what the people who are doing 3,000, 4,000 miles a year. I
1: was going to say, aren't you you (laughs) glad you're not doing that 50 50 odd weeks a year?
0: Exactly. Um, So whatever that, you know, so I finished that week and I'm like, yeah, I'm like two weeks to go. I'm like, this is. And of course, now I've, I've put my you thing put in twice, so I'm done. Yeah. I, you know, if somebody happens to, I know. So week before, the, not the last week, but the week before, some somebody came in and ran like 125 or 130, mm. and I saw that. I saw that, and I went, "Oh, I should have waited till the last week." But
1: well, that's that's what they were doing. Like the, let's let's wait till the last week. Oh, exactly. The yeah.
0: Are. Yep. I was just like a week. I was just like a week too early, but I, you know. It was it was a good time, and it was it was a very tiring week. Oh my gosh, I don't think I'd slept, th- you know, that well over a week stretch in a long time. <laughs> it's like bed, yes, because well, you it, know they're you you you're doing like seven or eight miles in the morning, you're doing seven eight miles or you know whatever seven or eight more right. miles at night, and it's like oh, it's hot, right? It was that, summertime.
1: It's yeah, that, like, that's uh, what I was going to ask was how you how you kind of structured it was it was it you know just. 20, 20 a day, or was it, was it, you know, a chunk here and a chunk there? I guess 20 at one shot a a day is what I meant, or a chunk here and chunk there. But yeah, that's, there's no, there's no easy way to get 115 miles in a week. Like it's just, you're running all the time. Nope. Yeah. And you're getting up
0: earlier. Mm -hmm. I'm up at four, four 30. Cause I need to be out the door by five before it gets, starts to get hot. But then, yeah, the afternoon is, you know, there just wasn't enough time to get a, you know, 15 miles in, in the morning. So I was like, all right, I got to they'll split it up and it was just yeah but it it, you know you go man that was a tough week but man it was a lot of fun at the same time yeah i'm sure i'm sure
1: were there and and maybe it's a little bit far enough in the rearview mirror that it's it's maybe a little bit bit hazy but i'm just just curious um was there any type of of hangover in terms of fatigue tiredness in the legs niggles injuries things like that that bubbled up from such a, a big week kind of kind of, I don't want to say it completely out of nowhere, but it's not like, it's not like you were re- regularly averaging, you know, 90, 95 miles a week. And then this is one week. Yeah. Bumping it up by, by 20 or whatever. Like, like, was there any negative impact from that week?
0: No, I took it easy the following week. Um, you know, I made, I learned years ago after I ran my first marathon. And after that, I was like, I'm taking the week off, right? you know, I'm going to give myself a week to rest. And I learned that that was a very bad idea. Um, so after finishing that, that hundred plus mile week. I made sure that I got, you know, I took a day off, um, but then made sure that I got back out there and like, you know, even if it's only like, you know, a, a handful of miles, mm-hmm. just something to get the legs going again. And were they fresh? Oh no.
1: <laughs>
0: they, it, it, you know, it, you felt like you were running in concrete for a week while well, they kind of came well, it kind of came back to life, but.
1: What? when you said that, that you learned that taking that week off for you didn't, didn't work out so well, I, I, I'm always curious, like, like, so, so just for your, for your reference, Jeff, people have heard me say this before, but, um, athletic training, sports medicine, that's, that's kind of my background. Um, and so I'm always, always kind of curious whether it's, it's running injuries or just some of the recovery things, things like that. And and obviously some, everything, I want to say everything, every runner has their things that work for them and don't. And sometimes, you know, there's, there's a lot of general rules, but like, you know, there's a lot of room for variability in there. And I'm definitely a fan of taking at least a, a handful of days off um, after a big race or a big effort like that. But but why have you found that that taking you know whatever it is a week, five days, eight days, ten days, whatever, um, just doesn't seem to work for you?
0: I you know I suppose if I could uh, I, knew, I knew the answer to that I could bottle it and sell Fair it enough, and retire. Probably, yeah. Um. <laughs> and and you know, like I said, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. You know, I just found that I did not respond well. Um. the, it took me longer to bounce back after taking that full week off wow. um, than it did for just taking a couple of days off after that really, you know, long week. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, but I, you know, as much as I, I like to say, like, yeah, take some time off. I, I also, you know, I, speaking out of the other side of my mouth, it's like, I do think there is something to our bodies being designed to move and like movement is good for us. And so, you know, maybe, maybe it's a scaling issue and like if you dial back the pace and dial back the volume, but, get some movement or take the dogs for a longer walk or go for a hike or swim in the pool or whatever. But something where you're moving a little bit, you know, kind of gets the blood flowing and gets the the joints lubed back up or, or whatever stretches out some of the tendons and the muscles, things like that, that, um, you know, yeah, if you're just, if you're just chilling for a week, like you're not, you're not doing any, any causing any trauma or whatever, but you're also not getting that, that flushing of the system sometimes that that is a big piece of that recovery puzzle.
0: No. And I think it was, like I totally did nothing that week. Mm-hmm. I was like, um, you know, I like, you know, may have you know, walked around the block or something like that, you know, once a day or, you know, a couple of times a day or something mm-hmm. like that, just to keep moving. But it was just, I was like, cause at the time I wasn't sure. It's was like, Oh, if I start running again, am I going to hurt myself? Right. You know, who knows what's going to happen? Um, so I was trying to be you know, better safe than sorry at that point in time. Um, you know, like I said, Learn right then and there that nope, that is yep. not a good strategy to uh, at least for me. Um,
1: well, and that's and that's kind of the I don't want to say the, the, the best, maybe it is the best practice of learning what works for you. And sometimes that means you try something that pretty clearly and pretty, pretty obviously doesn't work, um, which you know, in which case you, you learn. Note to self, don't do this again. Um, yep. and then, and then you try something else and you talk to some other folks. And I mean, I feel like this is one of those, those topics or one of those subjects and in, in various running circles that you get plenty of people that are really dug in on both sides. I know folks that are like, yeah, after, after killing it in a marathon, like you have to go out and run, you know, eight or 10 miles the next day, just r- easy, but just get out and run. And uh, some people that are like, Oh my God, don't run for three weeks after a marathon. Um, mm-hmm. and then obviously there are a whole bunch of folks that are somewhere in the middle at various, various points in the middle. Um, but ultimately, you know, like like a lot of things in running and maybe you could even, um, you know, extrapolate out to broader life in general. Like if it works for you, it works for you. And, you know, as long as it's not hurting anybody else, like, Hey, whatever works for you is, is the way to go.
0: Exactly. You know, and then of course they there, there are the, 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 um, I, I refer to as the nags, like Garmin, mm. you know, you'll oh. run, you'll run a race and Garmin will go, you know, you really need to take 72 hours off. And it's like, right. I, I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the advice, but no. Oh,
1: Man, don't don't get me started on that nonsense. I, I I've had more more than more than a few runs where it, you know I'm out there for an hour and a half and it's it's supposed to be an easy run and it's like that was unproductive and it's like you know what you can go to hell Garmin.
0: Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yes. I had a I had a race that I ran one time. I don't remember what the distance was, but got done and you know you upload the stuff and it goes, oh, that was unproductive. I'm like, are you kidding yeah. me? Like, I'm like, like, I just crushed that race and you're telling me I was unproductive.
1: I mean, I would make the argument that crushed or not, 10 miles or half a mile, like if you're out and moving, like it's productive, you know, like, exactly. Now, now again, is it, is it, is there a scale where maybe some things depend on what you're training for, fitness, like, obviously lots of variables, but are there some things that are maybe move the needle a little bit farther? Of course. But like, you know, you got to, you got to work out in today. It might've only been 20 minutes, but that might've been all the time you had. That's productive. Whatever your watch wants to try. To yeah,
0: Exactly. It or you're sitting there and it's just like, you know, weeks at a time, maintaining, maintaining, right. maintaining right. It. and then all of a sudden you get like three days in a row where it was productive. It's like, I'm pretty much doing the same thing. <laughs> and now you're telling me I'm productive these couple of days. But like last week when I did the same, basically the same at the same week, you're telling me I was just maintaining. I'm like, come on now.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's I, I have, just, I have long ago, gosh. like stopped looking at, I sometimes I'll look at it just for, just for kicks, but like, long ago stopped looking at, you know, I use Coros now and they, they don't, they don't use, yeah. um, unproductive, but they use, you know, something basically like non non-effective or whatever, you know, some type of, of ver- verbiage that just basically says that like, you didn't improve your fitness today on this run. And it's like, I just yeah. look at it and go, well, you know, I, I disagree, I agree to disagree. I think, I think I did something to move my health and fitness forward today. Even if, even if you don't like to say that it it did anything for my aerobic system today, like we're okay. We're, we're, but yeah. Sometimes every yeah. once in a while I'll get, I'll get somebody that posts something or a, a an athlete that I'm coaching. that's like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Cause it's just, you know, my, my, my watch is telling me that it's not, it was not productive and you're telling me that I'm doing it right. And I'm like, yeah, you paid for my advice. So let's go with my advice because the watch yeah, exactly. is, is yeah. uh, you know, pretty generic, but anyway, let's get off of that topic before I, <laughs> before <laughs> I get any more hot under the collar than I already am. Um, <laughs> as we're getting close to wrapping up today, Jeff, um, I, I hate asking the predicting the future question. So maybe this isn't necessarily a predicting the future question, uh, but it is a future question, which those are always subject to change at, at a moment's notice. But um, anything on the horizon that you're looking forward to in terms of races, goals, challenges, you know, whether it's the rest of this year, 2023, looking ahead beyond this year, uh, any, anything out there that's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm working towards this. I've got my eye thinking about this type of thing. Anything, anything that's uh, that you're willing to share with the world?
0: Sure. I've got um three um races lined up for this fall, one October, one November, and one in December. Um with a two ish, three ish year plan to qualify for Boston. Nice.
1: Has that been uh a, a target for a while, the Boston qualifier? No. 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 something
0: till what? Yeah, probably
1: early earlier this year. Awesome. He's awesome. like, what the heck? Hey. That's you know I, I I've been I've been only talking about my ambition to qualify for Boston since the show started 9 years ago and you know we're, <laughs> we're still yeah it, I I kind of make the joke but it's also kind of kind of relatively serious that you know I just I need to get a little bit faster and I need to get yeah another decade older and at some point those lines are going to cross if I can keep getting a little bit faster and a little bit older every year um you know then then we got, we got there but looking at looking at uh, I think my qualifying time now is like 310 and that's just I don't know. I don't want to say it's impossible, but gosh, that's a, that's a oh. that's a swing that's that's doesn't feel in me right now.
0: Yeah, mine's not quite that bad. Um, I apparently have a few more, pardon the pun, miles <laughs> on, my, on me than you do. That's <laughs> but, all right. That's all right. Um, but uh, you know, looking at it, the I'm about to in a year I will age up into the next group, so you get that five minute bump. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can train. You know, with the the goal of training for the time that I should be at, I need at the minimum right now. Mm -hmm. I said, that'll be like five, I'll be able to be like five, seven minutes better after I get that bump. you know, I get that five minute bump. Yeah.
1: No, that, that age group bump is uh, that's, that's no joke. Especially when, you know, I mean, in any race, you're like, Ooh, a new age group, maybe I got a better chance here, but yeah, that Boston age group thing, that's, that's uh you know, yep. Not that I'm trying to speed things along, but yeah, like I'm not, I'm not in, I'm, I'm 41 now just to make the the numbers transparent. Like I'm not trying to get the next three and a half years to go by in the blink of an eye, but like, you know, yep. turning 45, all of a sudden things still feel a little bit out of reach, but they they feel a little bit closer at 45 and certainly at 50. Now we're, now, yep. now we're getting in that area of intersection that I'm, I'm eyeballing. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. So I'm eyeing the 55 to 59 age group in go. a couple
1: of years. There so. And at some point, I don't can't remember when it is because I'm still I'm still enough years away that I haven't started counting down yet. But at some point, you start getting like ten minutes every every age group instead of instead of just five. So you know. Yeah, that that might be over sixty. That might be. That might so. be. But whatever whatever it is, that's that's awesome. That, that's uh, that's exciting for you, Jeff. And I'll certainly be looking to uh, kind of hopefully stay in touch and following along and seeing how how things go um, as that gets a little bit closer. But as we're as we're wrapping up today, uh, one final question for you, I call it the philosophical question, which is just. Fancy, fancy way of saying it's kind of like the introductory question, open-ended, take it wherever you want to go with it. And that's where we'll put a bow on things for today. But um, curious, curious to know, you know, at this, at this point in your life, obviously, you know, like we just talked about, maybe kind of starting to, to get a little bit more focused on maybe chasing a Boston goal and uh, obviously some of the different other challenges that you've done and the miles that you've run. Um, why do you do it? You know, why is, why is running at this point in your life um, as important to you as it clearly is? San
0: it's probably, probably the easiest way to put it. It's very, you know, and I guess it doesn't matter if you're running with, you know, a group of friends or you're running by yourself. It's just very, you know, and those are two, you know, while those are two mm-hmm. different experiences, um, you know, they both have, you know, huge, in my, my opinion, they both have a huge upside. Right. You know, when you're with your friends, you know, you're talking, you're having a good time, the miles fly by, um, you know, everybody's relaxed. Uh, you know, when you're, when I'm running by myself, a little bit more, I guess, take a little bit more introspective look while I'm running, Mm -hmm. you know, paying attention to more things, but you still, you're getting lost in the details. So you're, you know, so you're taking the, you know, the, the, the stuff that goes on every day, you know, work, family, all that fun sort of stuff. And you just kind of, you get to set it, take it set it aside and replace it with just something else that just for, you know, for however long you're out mm-hmm. there. Um, so nah. it's very rela you know, re- you know, and a lot of people look at it as, you know, relaxing, cathartic, you know, your, your time to just be with yourself. And, you know, it, it's true. Yeah. It's just you, you know, you and the road and the sound of your feet or a trail.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here. Um, which is often tends to be the case after these these out questions. Nodding my head, going, yeah, uh, yes, yes, absolutely, totally agree. And I know uh, many of the folks listening are are doing the same thing. So, thank you for sharing that, Jeff. And, and y'all, if you enjoyed today's conversation, once again, at uh, J Sharon on Twitter, J S H U R O N, Dizruns.com slash eleven eighty two get you back to the show notes for today for anything that we talked about that you want to want to follow up a little bit more on. Obviously we'll have the right up there and we'll have, uh, you know, links and things like that as well. Dizruns.com slash one, one, eight, two, uh, Jeff, thanks for, uh, for taking the time today. I'm glad we were, we were finally able to make it happen after I I don't know, whatever but it was a month or two of trying to, you know, kind of back and forth and figure out dates, but then, yeah. you know, that happens. We're not going anywhere. So, uh, glad we are able to connect and, and, uh, certainly look forward to, uh, to seeing how, what the future holds for you. Good luck on, not, not that you need the good luck, but good, good health, I guess, continuing to go yep. forward um, with the with the you know 1,000 miles for this year and 1,000 miles for next year and the Boston qualifying and all the things. But uh, thanks for the time today, my friend, and uh, hopefully, like I said, stay in touch. Maybe we'll do this again at some point down the road, but uh, thanks for the time today. Appreciate it, and nothing but the best for you going forward.
0: Thank you, Danny. Appreciate the time, and would love to come back anytime you want to have me.
1: All right, y'all. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Jeff and myself. And as per usual, be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your uh, takeaway from our little chit chat today? Gotcha, gotcha. You thought I was going to de jure you? No, 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 no. A little chit chat today. Um, for me, it goes back, and, and it kind of bubbled up a couple times. But but the one that you know kind of really stood out in my mind. Was when Jeff was talking about his two different experiences with the uh, the four x four by forty eight hour challenge and how you know we kind of learned from the first time and made some tweaks and some adjustments to to hopefully theoretically make the second go round go just uh, just a little bit smoother and and I think that that's something that hopefully is somewhat intuitive and yet sometimes I find myself you know trying to get everything perfect the first time that I do something whether it's a different race whether it's, you know, things outside of running, whatever the case might be. And like, obviously you want to prepare, right. You know, lesson learned from my first marathon experience. Some of you know that story. Um, but there's, there's something to be said about experience being a great teacher, you know, and and you can, you can try to do all the research and you can ask all the questions and, you know, you can, you can have a coach or you can deep dive into YouTube or blogs or podcasts or read books or, wh- you know, whatever the case might be. Again, just gathering information, talking to other folks that have, have been there and done that and learn from their experiences. And that's helpful. But ultimately, not, maybe not ultimately, but in addition, I think it's important to remember that sometimes sometimes experience is just the best teacher. And so, again, whether we're talking running of events, whether we're talking life events, whether we're talking anything in between, Um, you know, do the best you can, but hopefully through and then after, you know, you're kind of looking back and going, all right, what can I do different if I'm in this situation again next time, especially if it's something that you know, you're going to be in the situation again next time. Again, you know, for me, you know, what can I do different for the next race? What can I do different for the next podcast? What can I do different for the next project that I'm going to do work-wise? What can I do for the next, you know, thing in, in family life or, you know, whatever it might be, um... I think I do a pretty decent job of of doing that, but it's something that I know I could do more of is that kind of post-mortem, if you will, that that little bit of reflection period, that debrief of like, what went well? What should I try again? What can I tweak? What can I perform? you know, What can I do to, to perform better, to act differently, to hopefully learn from this experience and make it go better in the future? And and again, it, it shown through when Jeff was talking about the four by four by 48 and like, yeah, maybe, you know, don't go run the hilliest route in town at two o'clock in the morning. Like didn't think about that the first time, Learned the lesson, didn't do it the second time. So learning from our experiences running or otherwise, um, something that, uh, I do a decent job of always could do better. And that's why that was a takeaway for me for today. What about you? What's to out to you from today's episode? If you're willing to share it, as always, I'd love to hear it. At Diz Runs on Twitter, at Diz Runs on Instagram, at Diz Runs on Threads, if we're even still on Threads anymore. not Jury's still out on that one, uh, but I'm still there. I check in every so often, so feel free to, to hit me up over there if, if you're deep diving into the uh, the, the Instagram, the, the meta version of uh, the blue bird that's not even a blue bird anymore, but whatever. Um, you can also, you know, one thing that's not going away anytime soon, near as I can tell, is the email. So you can shoot me an email, disruns at gmail.com. You can also head over to the show notes for today, disruns.com slash 1182. Beneath the photos, beneath the links, beneath the write-up, beneath all the things is that comment section. Feel free to share away. I always love it when I get a little feedback, a little, a little this is what stood out to me. This is my takeaway. Love hearing those things uh, and whatever method works best for you. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, once again if if you could use a little help or would like a little you know external perspective on something in your and your running world, running life, races you're training for, injuries you're you're working on overcoming whatever the case might be, the consultation call is available disruns.com/consultation the calendar I, can't, I I would say the calendar is wide open, you know, the, the calendar is mostly open, you know, sometimes other calls get bumped on there, podcast calls, uh, work calls, whatever the case might be, family events but anytime that's, that's flexible is available to you. Get on the, get on the calendar and let's chat a little bit. Try to give you a little bit of, uh, whatever, whatever I can give you. Some insight, some knowledge, some perspective, some guidance, some reaffirmation, whatever you need. com slash consultation. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Thanks for taking Jeff and I with you today. Till next time, y'all. Be well. Take good care. Thanks one more time for listening. And, uh, we'll talk soon, right? Later, y'all.